Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Dr. Samantha Ege, a music historian and concert pianist. And this is The Barbican Podcast, Nothing Concrete. Over this six-part series, The Music of the Black Renaissance, I'll be delving into Western classical music to uncover some hidden truths in a story we think we know. For me, one of the most exciting things is learning something new about the past, about traditions that we think we know so well. Imagine being taught the history of Western classical music and then realising that there are so many hidden wonders within that history that you'd need several lifetimes to uncover them all. Well, in the one lifetime that I have, that's where my work as a music historian or musicologist comes in. Throughout the first half of the 20th century in the United States, Classical music got really experimental, breaking all of the rules about how music of this tradition is supposed to sound. Disruptive melodies, dissonant harmonies, tricky rhythms. Actually, that's just one narrative. This is also a time when classical music looks to its past for inspiration, looks to folk melodies in order to find a new voice going forward. For this is also the time of the Black Renaissance. If you're taught about the history of classical music, the chronology usually looks something like this. Renaissance, Baroque, Classical, Romantic, and then this 20th century explosion that gives us modernism, and then postmodernism. And it seems to make little mention of the brilliant innovations and global influence of Black American musicians at this time. Pioneering black art forms like jazz, blues, gospel, rock and roll, and more are relegated to the sidelines. Serious music is classical music, and classical music is European, is white, right? Wrong. Not only are black innovations in popular music some of the most transformative musical moments to happen in the 20th century, but so are black folk music developments from the moment the enslaved were forcibly displaced in the New World. And along this continuum, we find classical composers of African descent who, most notably through the first half of the 20th century, 
recognised the power of slave songs and spirituals and the scope to nurture a classical voice, an American school of composition, a national sound that paid tribute to the vastness and diversity of the Black experience in America. This was the era of the Black Renaissance. An era of cultural rebirth, social transformation and rich artistic expression. An era that saw thinkers and visionaries of African descent bring about a rebirth in all aspects of life and identity. And whether it was through music, art, dance, literature or theatre, the expressive arts were important vehicles for self-actualization and collective uplift. And classical music was no exception. What spurred this renaissance was the Great Migration where thousands upon thousands of African Americans fled the rural South and headed to the urban North and West. The industrial cities up there offered better prospects than the South, where the grip of Jim Crow segregation tightened day by day and lynchings of black men, women and children at the hands of white terrorists became increasingly commonplace. But within these new urban environments where new black communities were born came greater opportunities for personal and artistic expression. In Chicago, which is the city I write about as a historian, numerous institutions popped up, like choral music clubs and art centres, and creatives would meet in churches or the YMCA to discuss literature or exchange political ideas or give lectures on black composers. My work in this area has led me to the Black Chicago Renaissance composers such as Florence Price, Margaret Bonds, Betty Jackson King and Nora Holt. Here's me playing Price's Fantasy Negre No. 1 in E minor, composed in 1929. This piece not only marked my first introduction to a Black Renaissance composer, but a Black woman composer too. The music begins with a slow, stately introduction, replete with thick chords followed by rapid flourishes. Price is showing us how much she understands the grandeur of late 19th century piano writing. But soon after, she gives us a full sounding of the melody from the spiritual sinner, Please Don't Let This Harvest Pass. For Price and many Black Renaissance composers, Black folk traditions were as vital as classical traditions. It's so exciting and refreshing to explore an era in classical music that is predominantly female-led. That's not to say that women didn't compose in other eras or in other parts of the world. They most certainly did. But it's very rare in our music histories to place women's activity at the centre 
And so, as a historian, I'm trying to rectify this by telling the story of the Black Renaissance as it was. Women were everywhere, as you'll hear. Over this series, I'll show you the amazing music of other Black Renaissance composers who were important and influential figures during this time, such as Helen Hagen of New Hampshire in the USA, Robert Nathaniel Dett of Niagara Falls, Canada, and Samuel Coleridge-Taylor of Croydon, England. That's right, at the heart of this narrative, we find another transatlantic connection. So let's begin this journey through the Black Renaissance. One thing about being a classical pianist as well as a musicologist and a huge fan of these composers is that performance helps me bring their sound worlds to life. It's one thing to learn about a composer's biography and to understand the social, cultural and political conditions they were living in. But it's another thing to hear their voice under your fingertips, to feel connected through the responsibility you have to interpret and communicate their intentions to an audience who may or may not be familiar with their music. So along this journey, I also want to share with you what inspires me about the repertoire, what I like about how it sounds and how it feels to play. Each Black Renaissance composer has their own distinct style, but you can hear the way they influence one another too. So as a pianist, I'll be focusing on the piano works because these are the pieces I'm most closely acquainted with. But I'll also talk about the other pieces these composers wrote. Symphonies, operas, oratorios, art songs, chamber pieces, and other instrumental works. As for the piano pieces, many of the ones I'll be discussing are available for you to seek out and play yourselves if you're a pianist too. Or if you would simply like to hear more, all of these pieces have been recorded, so you can listen to them in full. Or look out for me in concert for the live experience. Whatever you decide, join me next time to hear more about the composers of the Black Renaissance. If you liked today's episode, subscribe to the Barbican's Nothing Concrete podcast on Acast, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was recorded by Rowan Lovell. My albums featuring the music in this podcast series are available to buy on the Laurelt label. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.